Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, not much is going to be said about my next three guests that has not been said because you guys are legends, obviously. Uh, new album's coming out October 18th, Rise of the Moon. It's the legendary Black Moon, and I want to welcome you all to the library with Tim Monica. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for Thank having you us. Much. Thank black, you. Black, 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 black moon. moon. The moon is black. And back. Yeah, back in black. It's been a long time since I've been in the game spitting raw rhymes. Now I maintain because it's your time. Look, little Mr. Ames, keep a strong mind, and you'll be online to climb. To the top where the raindrop is like the tears of fake rappers wing drop. So you obviously all have a long history of not just an artist relationship but friendships. Um, so if we could just quickly go back and say, what were you guys doing before emceeing, before DJing, uh, before even just like, what were you listening to that was like, all right, this is it, this is the culture I want to be a part of? Me besides Karis One and Breath Control. I was listening to everybody from Karis One, Rakim, Chuck D, everybody that came out and put music out at that at that time. We was listening to everybody. And like even before that, listening to Parliament Funkadelic, James Brown, Bob Marley, The Meters, you know, a lot of that old school soul funk, you know, um, rock stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, Lee Michaels. It's so much music that was, you know, that was, you know, but that was also back in the day when music, everybody played just good music. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? I mean, was that stuff that you listened to at home or was it like on the, you know, was it on the street? Was both. It, just... it was both. For me, my parents was heavy in music, meaning they was buying vinyls, they was buying records. I remember, you know, two turntables being in my house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Before I met E, before I even got with Bug, it was two turntables in the mic in my house. And uh, pretty much my mom's, you know, she on the weekend play a lot of music and stuff. So that had a, a definite influence on me as far as music is concerned. Definite. Uh, before we obviously get into the album, I'm going to ask you about some lyrics that I'm probably going to mess up. But also uh, the importance, and I think we talked about this before, but the importance of music, of different genres of music for you guys growing up and becoming who you are in terms of artists versus today, right? Artists the hip-hop artists that come up, hip rap is the number one genre. You hear it on the radio. You know, I remember back, I remember being a kid in Washington Heights and Z100 used to be like, absolutely no rap music. Like, that was a point of pride. Z100, yeah. Point of pride. But you guys grew up in a time where you're listening to like rock, soul, whatever, whatever. How do you think, what's the importance of having that different genres of music to listen to in terms of the sound of 
hip hop uh, for you guys versus like how has the sound changed today with maybe MCs listening to rappers listen to rappers nowadays? I mean, it changed a lot. It changed a lot. One, there's like, oh man. I mean, you you name it. It's like everything from the gang culture to um, just like uh, you name it. It's it's all embedded mm-hmm. in the acceptance of you know MCing or in hip hop. You know, because with that came being famous. One of the biggest things hip hop did was make people famous, make other people, make artists and make, you know, kids in the street, whatever, famous. And that's ultimately what people want to become. Right. So today, the music that people are doing now are reflecting what kids are into. And that's what hip hop always was. When we came out, we were young. EPMD, they were young. Rakim, Big Daddy Kane. Young. Public enemy, young. So hip music is a is a is a thing that stands for a certain level of rebellion from the fifteen, thirteen year old all the way up to then like the thirty five, mm-hmm. you know, thirty seven year old. After that and before that there's a certain type of change. So right now hip hop got our music, our style, and then they got the other eight oh eight and the new generation. That's that's doing it, mm. and and that's that's pretty much, you know. Back to me. You got three different generations of 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 music creators, you know, music supporters. So right now you in a big pot of like I just said, three different generations of 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 music of hip hop, all conjugated in one. Now just like you just said, you got the now generation who's taking over the culture, and they're just expressing it how they see it for today, you know what I'm saying, for this day and time. So that's that's basically, like, you know, the level where everything is at right now. Um, 5FT, and uh, you spit for on, uh, for for all y'all off of uh, off Warzone. Uh, you spit, and I'm going to fuck this up, so I apologize in advance. Uh, for your past surviving life's roughest task, they said I wouldn't last, don't make me laugh. Uh, which I thought when I heard it, I rewound. Well, I can't rewind anymore. I, you know, went back. Right. Uh, and I thought it was a very powerful lyric. Uh, what were you referencing there in those lyrics? I know that was a while ago. <laughs> that was a minute ago. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I didn't that. Like I didn't even know. Me. Like yeah, but you know, whenever I'm creating, whenever I'm in a creative space, I deal with the moment of the now mm-hmm. in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, pretty much. Whatever the energy is at that moment, you know, and the build up before the actual execution. So I'm implementing all of that energy and all those thoughts into the writing process. So that way it would be more not only comfortable for me, but that's just my way of creating, you know, to make us connect when we in the studio and we do what we do. You know, that's the frame of mind I'm in when we're cooking and we're creating. Um, hopefully I won't be too all over the place with this. No, but, you uh, could. The you know the thing the reason one of the reasons why I started this podcast uh, well one because Chuck D made me but two which is a good thing but Shout two out to Chuck. Chuck D salute but two, to me it's been, I was uh, I grew up in Washington Heights I went to school in East Harlem uh, I was a 11 year old kid when um, self destruction came out and I can wow. recite that up and down and for some reason in class I presented it in a cassette tape don't know the hell I talked about but it was pretty amazing that's dope um, and what amazing about what you 
what you guys do is that, well, one, you do art, but two, through this podcast, you know, artists are not superheroes, right? You guys bleed, you guys Real. go through shit Real. that, and, and as we all get older, cause we're all 21, as we all get older, we, uh, you know, we go through, you know, family shit, time, whatever, whatever. Time, time. time zone experience is called life experience. It's life experience. So, so Buck, I was, you know, of course, listening to episode 67 of Drink Champs and you break it, you you kind of tell us that you're going through a neurological condition. But then I look at your body of work from, you said you were still early 2000, and it's incredible. And that, you know, I've seen you perform live, and it's just incredible. How have you taken this condition and, and kind of, but also gained inspiration through, through your art from this condition? Oh, I mean, well, like, first and foremost, um, it's funny, like a lot of, a lot of creators, when you go behind the scene and you, you know, do a lot of investigation or you see a lot of documentaries and, and a lot of movies about artists that you were like really, like some of your famous, fam um, favorite artists and you find out some of the conditions that they were dealing with, uh, mentally, physically. Yeah. And spiritually, in some cases, some of them you would never know. No. You would have never known that this is why this person, you know, took their own life. You know what I'm saying? And you were like, yo, how the fuck, you know? And at the same time, there's other people that are that deal with other physical conditions where they have to they have to work around that along with the music industry. The music industry is a hard, 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 hard. Yeah. I mean, for all of the people that don't know, you know, there's nothing more harder than getting up at six in the morning, seven in the morning to get ready to get, to leave your house at eight in the morning <laughs> on a, a car that's downstairs so you can get up, get on a 10 o'clock flight, fly six, seven hours, wherever, to another place, land there, have enough time to get to the hotel and maybe eat a, beer, a bag of blue potato chips, whatever the hell, because there's not enough time. You get from the hotel. They're telling you a car is downstairs. You get downstairs. You go from the downstairs car. You get this. You know, what about food? We're starving. What about food? They're telling you, we got food at the event. They got food char uh, their vouchers and shit. So you get Get to the fucking event, and now there's a bunch of lined up, uh, uncovered, uh, uh, many tomatoes every fucking way, finger <laughs> fuck food. You don't have no energy, you're tired, and then you got to, and they're telling you you got to do an interview, and then plus get on in another 10 minutes, and then you got to get off so we can get back to the hotel so you can get ready to get up in the morning and do that over again, and do that over again, and do that over again. And that's the life of an entertainer. Mm. Yeah. And that shit. Eventually, it I'm takes its that. toll, man. It, uh, eventually, it will yeah. take, its, it toll take its toll on your body and on your and everything else. And so, unfortunately, with, with with a person like myself, you know, it it plays a, a, a role in why I can't do certain things and certain things that I can do. Because you know, you see, like like you know, Master Ace, yeah. uh, you know, he's battling MS, and you see him. Yeah. He seems like he's forever touring. And then you also see that he does, I mean, he's obviously, he, he shares more, right? He, yeah. he, he takes this time for a diet and exercise. Yeah. Um, is that something that you do or you have to consider? I just, or you yo, just, you know, just more just rest. I gotta go through so much, like, uh, mentally, 
you know what I'm saying, and physically, and 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 I and me and me and Five build all the time, but my as we like we stated, it's more it's more of a neurological situation. It's like there's a couple of other artists in the game that deal with the same situation, and without you know getting into their specific names or whatever, um, neurologically, you know, it could be an uncomfortable thing, you know, because. Uh, at one point in time, you might feel one way, and another a time you might feel another way, you know. And for it to be a thing where physically it played a part in some cases with the album, you know what I'm saying. And it was times when I would come back, you know, and like five would have like a, the the chorus done, whatever to 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 the song, and I'm like. Thank God, you know what I'm saying. Again, because um, one, it's like you see the importance and 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 the, the relevance of how we all work together, and at the same time, it, everything happens for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Because if that horse, I was that chorus wasn't made, it would the song would have been different. Whatever, blah, blah blah blah. So people like Master Ace. I mean, you you would be surprised how many artists and how many rappers you know, have a physical, physical condition. And that's why we can't be doing as much touring and stuff like that as we would like to, because I love you guys. I love you with all my heart. You understand? Yeah. But I know that the bigger picture is if I do that and go out with that, I'm going to go all out and I'll die for the stage. If I have that mentality, then I'm no good to you. Because if I do that, that I'm no good to you because the next person that is looking for me or want my energy cannot have it because I just live recklessly just because I want to live. I feel that the, 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 the glory of, of, of it is more to me than, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that was the, the, I mean, when I heard this, it was incredible. Cause like I said, your body of work speaks for itself. And I mean, I think Joel Ortiz has a great line uh, in the Bodega Chronicles where he goes, Slick, talk to the track. Who brought that to the game? And I feel like that could be just for you, too. Like, you know, you talk to the track, and it's mm. just kind of incredible to listen to you, like, tell the story. And so when I found out about this, I was like, fuck, that's crazy. I mean, I believe he it. hasn't changed. I mean, he I, hasn't slowed down at so all. That's, I mean, you know what? be honest with you, um, that that condition that I deal with, you know, neurologically and mentally is more based around the fact that um that i'm i what harms me helps me in some cases right right um you know i i, I talk a little bit about it more on the next album um than this particular album but it's almost like what makes me breaks me what helps me harms me is the same thing but i don't mind that because i was only i was put on this earth for a reason mm. and whatever i'm doing and that is, as if that is affecting people, you know, thank, thank the most high for putting me here to do that. Now I'm going to take sacrifices is going to come along with that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there were some prophets and certain people that had a whole bunch of other hmm. thorns in their head. You wouldn't want them. <laughs> but the bottom line is, you know, I'm here for a reason. And when I listen to, a lot of the music, and I listen to a lot of the, 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 I look at the incredible things that Buckshot has accomplished, and I'm going to go for those props this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, because people got to know that 
especially not knowing what the, you know what I mean? Like I did, I'm the person, I wrote a hook for Mary J. Blige on the, on the hook, on the album that I did with Karis One. Karis One is my favorite, favorite, favorite artist of all time as far as rapper. So for me to get on the track and do an album with him and was incredible itself. And, but then to do a hook and Mary J. Blige is asking me to write it. And then to do an album, a song with Eminem, and then do a song with, with Tupac, do an album with Tupac. Like, it's, a, it's not a lot of people that's been in that position to go down the line. Right. And, and eventually, yeah, that story will be told, and, and, and this, this has to be the time. Mm. Uh, obviously, speaking of your music, uh, you know, I grew up, as I mentioned, New York, uh, Video Music Box. Staple, obviously. Ralph McDaniel, staple. Uh, I remember, I remember seeing who got the props. What was it for? And I can't imagine <clears throat> what your heads were going through when that shit dropped on, on Video Music Box. When, <laughs> when you first heard, of, learned about it, that it was on, that Ralph McDaniel was playing it, or you first saw it, uh, do you guys remember your first reactions? And what, and, yeah, and also, like, what is, for people that don't know, what does Ralph McDaniels mean to New York culture, but also hip hop culture? Ralph McDaniels means everything to the hip-hop culture. Without him, we couldn't see a lot or be in contact with a lot of the music that was out. He exposed and gave a lot of people that wasn't even signed, a few people that wasn't even signed, an opportunity to expose and get their talent out there. So we hold everything up to Ralph for being that vessel for us. You know what I mean? He's the inspiration for hip-hop in New York. You know what I mean? We didn't have MTV wasn't rocking with us at the time. You know what I mean? Right. Ralph was playing everybody's music. You know what I mean? And and for him to be able to do that and ex- excel and elevate the culture, he gets all props. Like, you know what I mean? Um, the video, the importance of the video. Um, how, no, no, not just for who got, but also you know, then to now. Uh, what's the importance of the video back then for you, but also now with with promoting a single? With uh, I mean, do people watch videos still? Or what does it What does it say? This is what I'm trying to say. Like this is what I'm trying to say. Like the game has changed so much that if I was to talk to you, right, and I would tell you, like, just say old school answers, right? Like that's bullshit. Like, if I was to sit here and not tell you exactly what you just said, like, is is even videos on that level relevant? Mm. Is going to is shooting a thirty thousand dollar video where we go to the Himalayas and there's a crane shot and jib bombs and everywhere? Is that worth it when it comes to this big production? Ain't learned yet, but is it worth it? Could be, maybe it is, maybe it's not. But we all, we are seeing a result of some of it not being worth it. And that could be good, like I just said, or it could be bad. But the bottom line is the body of work that is out now is being requested because people have mobile devices. And once they go, ooh, heard the album, Black Moon Fire, and I bought it, $10. Next. Hey. So if you don't have something nowadays to give them and to give them and to give them, then don't play this position. Just don't do it. Don't get involved in this business because you're not going to become a star overnight. And even if you become a star overnight, 
everybody has their own version of what a star is and what they want, you know what I'm saying, to be, I guess, a star. So, you know, at the end of the day, the relevance of of, 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 of a $30,000 video, not really relevant um, because people are going to their mobile phones and they just want to see, so that's kind of... The, right. the, the the way things is going now and it's like the website. Having a website used to be go to my website ww dot blah 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 dot com. Now it's like motherfucker, you want me to go to your website, your social, his website I mean his spot, his platform. Where do you want me to go? You're sending me too many damn places. Like so, you know, and most people are using socials as platforms to communicate and engage with people. So sending you to my website is even an old model. I remember, I remember I met someone and they're like, what's your Instagram? And I was like, well, my name is Tim. And then what, he like, it was like right away to social, forget about the actual, uh, forget about the name of the person. Yeah. even just cut that out of the way. I tell you what's funny is that Instagram with the Atari ass is going to go down too. Like there's nothing more <laughs> like Instagram is only around and these, these people are only around because there's no, there's not enough options that kick the door down yet. <laughs> they trying, they coming. Like, but Instagram, Facebook, um, you know, I'm not going to get into Snapchat and start naming mm-hmm. apps, but just say Instagram and Facebook and Apple. And these guys are like, we're the first to bring in this stuff. And we'll even band together if we have to to stop y'all street motherfuckers from coming in here. And all of a sudden now with 90 motherfucking people taking over the game. There's 90 phone mobile companies in the game. It's 90 this. Da, da, da. Now everybody can use their own. God damn it. And Instagram ain't this little tiny little circle where, Lord, help your eyes. If you got bad ones, you're going to be like, what that say? Um, um, give me the get. I can't read it. Is that an eight or a seven? Um, can you get the, uh, the binoculars or the glasses? And, and you know, yeah. So, so, it's, so, it's, so the next step is going to have give me an option. And give me an option. And I refuse. I refuse not to say or to mention Buckshot Mobile the way I did Duck Down when we was doing interviews in the beginning. And they were interviewing us about a lot of things. And I kept telling them about Duck Down and how me and Drew was creating the company and blah, blah, blah. And and now look now look at Duck Down. It's like we're one of the last surviving Mohegans of a place that put out music that can relate to the old school and the new school and give you both flavors. You know what I'm saying? Um, this album, Rise of the Moon, is the first album you guys are, have dropped in 16 years. But obviously you guys have never stopped being artists. Um, was there a time between, you know, 2003 and now where... You maybe you, you, one of you guys wrote a verse or a lyric, and maybe you made a beat, and like, oh, this would be perfect. This would be a perfect Black Moon. This would be dope. But this is not the time. Was there ever that time? And what happened if what happened to that beat or that lyric? This, this, is, this is the whole thing with um, the Black Moon thing, right? So, uh, two thousand and ten. Remember the year two thousand and ten. <laughs> Me and Buck went over we went to Europe for 30 days what was it 30 days right mm-hmm. it was 30 time. days and Buck was doing features with other artists so we went to this dude's house and went to this studio in Amsterdam and Buck 
was doing features and I sat on the side and started making beats, you know, cause I was just there, mm-hmm. you know, like they, they, I, they, you know, he's doing the features. I'm chilling. So I made two beats and Buck listened to two beats and was like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping lyrics to these. And at that same session, he dropped lyrics to the beats. This is 2010, right? Now we get back home Life takes over. We start doing all the stuff we're doing. Then, um, 2012, I think we did, uh, here it comes the joint that, that I chopped up and cut up the, um, DMC. So we did that. That, that, that's not coming out. Maybe, maybe on a later unreleased project, but that's not coming out right now. We did that. And then it's like, Life takes over, and we just do everything we got to do. Then it's like, after that, I'm 2014, I'm in my house, I'm working on a mixtape. I decide, you know, I'm going to make a sound bombing type tape where I produce all the records, and I'm scratching up the records I produced. And what it is, is I was like, why am I going to make a tape without having my group on it? I remember the, the stuff was on the drive, so I went and got it off the drive and just remixed the whole beat. You know what I'm saying? Before that, I skipped the part, by the way. Before that, you know, I remember I said Buck recorded his vocals. When we got back to New York, Five came to my house and recorded his vocals. That's when you recorded in the living room. And it was like, you know, still I shelved it, though. Like, you know, because life takes over. Right. Finally, we get back. I mean, finally, you know, speed it back up to 2014. I'm putting out this mixtape on Christmas. And... I take the take the take that record and remix it. And once I remix it, I'm like, yo, this is dope. This is Go to War right here. Because the name of the record was Go to War. It's Go to War. So I make that and I leak that out while I mix tape. People go crazy. Oh my God, Black Moon, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yo. And the funny thing is, to go back to your question, I always made beats and I would go, yo, this is this for my crew. This sounds like a buck. This sounds like something buck could kill. Something like five would kill. Put that on the side. I always did that. But then what happens is when we start working on the project, I start making beats in front of them. Fresh me. And that's what I'd rather do. Like when we're, when, when, we're, when we're creating, that's what I like to do. I like to make the beat. Like I'm making a beat in front of you because that's, you know, this is what we're feeling right now. And a majority of this new album, just like how I did with Warzone, just like how I did with any Black Moon album, made right right in front of them. Live action. You know, I would make stuff, put it on the side, and half the stuff they won't even never hear. Because I don't think that stuff is good enough to what we're doing now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got a whole, I got dat tapes in my house and reels of beats. That no one will demos. never hear. He got our first demos that nobody ever heard, even before Black Moon. Got our first mm. Yeah, I got demos with me rhyming on it, which he was bananas. Like I edit my part out because <laughs> I sounded horrible. So, so take me into the uh, the album creation process. I mean, um, Dee's playing you guys beats, and what are you are you writing on the spot? Are you guys going to like I don't know? We're vibing. He comes with the production. 
Well, he comes with the pre-production meaning beats before we get to the studio to get the engine running, to get the mind going, to the creativity process going on. Then when we're in the studio with each, around each other, that's another process because we've been around each other before we did actual rhymes and and, 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 and beats. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I first got with E, I was into dancing. When I ran into something, we was into dancing. So it's just certain things about levels of music that we already connected to. So being that we've been doing this for quite some time, or, you know, already, so it's that's a professionalism that comes along with it too through the experience. So you know, when we get in the studio, we amount, we get around each other. It's like, you know, because like clockwork, it just it locks in. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you watch like the some of the videos of uh, of the recording sessions, like there's times where you guys are just not talking, but it's you're creating. Yeah, and there's that like you know sixth sense that you all have together. I mean, is that is that was was that right away? Like, I mean, take us back. I mean, you know, from when you guys first started. That's or is that I mean, that's, just, that's, like, that's so really many, been yeah. that's really been our scenario. Like when yeah. I met, when I first met Buck and I first met E, we linked on music. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When I first met Buck, we got together. We linked on music, but we built the energy was so ill. We built a different relationship. That allowed us to be right here today. We create Black Moon. You I'm, know what I'm, I'm, I'm laughing it's because good. the first time Buck came to my house, Buck said, "What's up to me?" Walked into the music room and said, "Damn, y'all got a lot of records." Because <laughs> I told him that. I, could, I, could, I, <laughs> I told I him I, could, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. I this said, was my, the, "My man yeah. got so much records. We got so much music." I I, I gotta look and see I'm, and look at the the, the rest. The rest of it, even though I know people probably like bugging out going like, what the fuck do you mean? But um, probably because on the, on that the document, and his, I'm cool with it. I was cool with it because um, there was a brother by the name of uh, Gobi who was who kind of got me used to that. Like when we was recording um, the Tupac One Nation, One Nation album with Pop, um, Gobi used to just be around. And he used to just have the camera. There probably was a time when I would have been like, yo, what the fuck, yo? You know what I'm saying? But Gobi just had the camera. And thank God for Gobi doing that. I, with, there's a lot of footage people see and stuff people didn't see with us and Pac just being around. So when he, um, when his man, when Five's man um, was like, you know, wanted to film the process of the album, I just I didn't have a I didn't have a problem with it because right away I thought about Pac and everything mm -hmm. else like and and um, normally I would never have nobody in the booth with me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's a fact. Um, but process nobody would get an opportunity. To I, hear it. This was yeah. this was first for me too. This wasn't com like I just was never that would have never made me comfortable just to be um, in the booth and somebody's right over you with the, with the camera and they, da, da, da. but doing that process with. With 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 Pac, I got used to it, and I knew how important it would be to leave something like that behind for generations and generations to come. You feel me? Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. I don't have no problem with it. Um, luckily, you know, they didn't get a chance to see the the the, the, the extremities of the pain and and the and the tears, the problems, the the the, the ups, the downs, the smiles, the happies, the don't worry we're going to make it to to um to, to to it coming out right now. You know, all all of this was a very 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 hard journey, man. Yeah. And it was nothing at all. I want people to feel about that. That that was easy. 
no. I think something that uh, is great about the album is that it, you know, you, you have groups or artists that come out that haven't dropped, you know, album in a while and, and they freak the shit out of their fans because they sound like something that we're just not used to. Uh, the first two tracks and then, um, that you've released, but also in through listening to the album, it's, it's a black moon album. Uh, was that, appreciate that. What, how do you create, I mean, was that a conscious decision? Like, do you, to keep it that, or did you ever talk about maybe changing it up because it's 2019 and that's what we have to do? No, no, we, we represent the night black moon represent the night. You know what I mean? So, um, to put the album together, we knew that we had to have that concept involved. It would have to be a major, you know, how we was going to do it. We didn't exactly know, but we knew that the concept of the night would have to be implemented in that in the album, in the project. Uh, Ease Back features uh, Method Man and Steel, General Steel. Uh, can you guys talk about kind of the creation of the album? Why, why Meth and Steel on this track in particular? And kind of how... Well, one, as our, as, how as artists do these kind of two bring out, you know, the best in both of you? Black Moon is Black Moon. Is Black Moon. And when E first gave the beat, we knew that Wu-Tang had to be on the beat. We knew that. It, it didn't, it wasn't, it didn't have no choice. It didn't sound like, go get Joey Badass or let's go get, you know, um, I mean, you know, Q from Pro Error or let's go get Rhapsody, the female, you know, any any of our family, peace, you know, Pete brothers. We knew that we had to go get some a Wu-Tang essence and the constantly listening to it. It was like, I know a guy that be meth, you know, and being able to give the track over to meth and for meth to come back with that verse. And that verse was talking about, you know. Um, good as Escobar will probably will probably receive get a few nods, like you know, uh, like you know what I'm saying. Like I, I I could go on like a whole bunch of other lines that he said, but he flipped it, and when he flipped it, he it, it made us know it was like right away. Yo, we already know we can't just come with some. Yo, I be spitting bars like we knew that we had to follow the pattern of the concept and, and that he set in the bar that he set as far as the wittiness of that. Incredible. And and it was interesting to see us all follow the same pattern and and see the That's result. A fact. That's definitely he set the pace. He set the presence for the track itself. So we had no. It was so dope. We had no choice but to follow. Follow the league, follow his league on that journey, you know. And Steel is family, so Smith and Wesson, you know. Shout out to those guys. You know? That's T. Check and Steel. That's, Check and Steel. That's the. I, I, you know, it's funny when we do. I was doing this project, like Check and Steel. That's that's just like me doing a Black Moon album again. You know what I'm right. saying? Like I, I, I love the fact that Check and Steel are there. You know what I'm saying? Like their voices complement. Black Moon and Black Moon Compliments, Smith yeah. & Wesson. It's bananas. Uh, D, when you were on the podcast a few months ago, you talked about the album. You talked about frequencies and how you messed around with frequencies. Uh, is that a, is this a pro, like this frequency thing that I don't get totally, but I do get it in a way? I'll break way. it down to you. Yes. <laughs> okay, here's, here's the easiest way to do it. And I'm going to break it down with one of my first records. How many MCs? How many MCs? Um, the beat is 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 heavy, bassy, a little bit crisp. Not a lot, not too many mids. 
You know why it's not too many mids? Because that frequency is for Buckshot. So when you listen to how many MCs, that's why Buckshot stands out. Whenever I do a record, the um, uh, you know, the the MC or the singer, whoever the artist is, stands out because I take that frequency out so that they own that frequency. Science and it makes production. it sound like <laughs> it makes it sound like the vocals are loud. But they're not loud. It's just in the, they're in their own lane. Mm, and when you're yeah. in your own lane, you can do whatever you want. And the whole thing is with this album, I just took it to another level because it's the analog digital thing. And you know, and, and I'm you know I'm gonna say this because you know we cool. Um, when it comes to vinyl, vinyl can't be too bassy or it'll skip. Mm. But being that we're dealing with digital. Digital doesn't skip like vinyl. So I could go as deep as I want with bass and as high as I want with highs. Now, you can't go too deep because then the ear won't hear it. You know what I'm saying? But you'll definitely feel it. And that's that killed his album. Thing. Rest in peace to your system. Like, <laughs> my whole thing is an 808, an 808 is supposed to be felt, not heard. Mm. And that's what I did. Um, sub bass supposed to be felt, not heard. Uh, that. A bass guitar, you can hear it, but you're also supposed to feel it a little bit also. And then a regular guitar is right here where you definitely hear it. Like the whole thing is, I took different, uh, whatever sounded like whatever, and put it in its place. Mm-hmm. So that way you hear the individual sounds. If you listen to music nowadays, music nowadays sounds like one big clump of it's this one frequency that sounds yeah. loud. That's why that's what I avoided with this album. You know what I'm saying? I, I tried Fire. to avoid the whole loudness thing. Yeah. But at the same time I made it loud as every record out here. Just to show cats you can do it and have quality music. If we don't have anything else, our sound is going to be competitive. The way it's roaring at you, the way it's stomping at you, the bass, everything's coming at you. The sound itself is going to knock you out. Uh, do you guys, I mean, for as artists, as MCs, do you, are, are, on this album maybe, do you, are you experimenting at all with your flow, with your voice? We experiment this whole thing. I mean, you know, I, you know, not so much experiment, but yes, experiment, meaning, um, we bought what we normally do, but we switched it up and not do it the, the regular way. Meaning, we our creative process, but how we flow, and how we wrote, and how we spoke. The conversation that we, you know, the conversation that me and Son share on the album is 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 definitely something that um something different for us, and something different that people's going to hear when they when they cop the album. You know what I mean? Uh, something that I've always I'm gonna. You wanna say? Uh, yeah, Evil D. I mean, Beatminders. Beatminders, shout out to Walton and, and yeah. Evil D. They, without them, it, it, it is the foundation wouldn't be there. Oh, that's, and that's that's another know? thing I meant to say, too. Walt is the dude that knows every record. I'm the dude that learns the technology. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, Walt <laughs> fact. will come in here. Like, Walt will come in here and, yo, you play a record, walk, oh, that's such and such. It's on this label. And in the middle of the record, there's a breakdown okay. where it goes, blah, 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 blah. Walt will do that. Me, I'm like, just give me the record. I'm just going <laughs> to run it through here and, you know. And that's how, as brothers, we work. Right. Oh. You know, 
And then, you know, but don't get it twisted. Like, he has his boom bap, and I have my boom bap. Both, they're both smash. They both away with the boom bap. Like, they're both so needed. Yeah. And accommodated on, on this album. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm happy that everybody who hear the album just, they like the album and they appreciate the album. And they just, you know, like, like internal, uh, people that haven't even, that didn't even hit the public yet. And, um, internal people like it. You know, they, they, they appreciate the sound. They appreciate the way we did it. And for me, you know, it's a big thing. For me, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. I think it's a big thing more because of the era that we come from and the other artists that's up to bat with music that we was with. Like, there's other artists that came out, and they from our era, Mm -hmm. and they got stuff, (laughs) you know, good, bad, ugly, whatever. And you are never the person that sees yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, it takes somebody from the outside to look at you. So you you're you're always right to you. You know what I mean? In some cases, until you start acknowledging and telling yourself, "Nah, I could be I could get better, yo." Like I know I'm doing shit wrong. I'm fucking up. I'm playing myself. Like I got to get better, man. I got to stop doing such and such, man. That shit's fucking me up. Until you start doing that, you'll always be right and it'll always be somebody else's fault or problem. Mm. And and that well, it's it's like that'll not only stop you from progressing and where you're trying to get to, but when you look at all of that and you say, "Well, you know what? Black Moon was some was a group that defied the odds because of all of the things that was put into place, from the energy to the information to the foundation, like everything that was put together." Um, made that made that happen, and this and I I won't let this album or this air or this time, I won't let it go out with the usual. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna just answer like so. When you guys first came together, how was it? Was dope. All right, next. Like I'm not gonna go there. I'm gonna let the public know while I got the floor and while I got the chance that Black Moon is a staple group in hip hop that. It's like the real moon. We are small, but we affected the earth, and we affected everybody. Because if I cover the moon at night, we all fucked. All right? Everything from the ocean and more. So that's and, – and black moons only come every 30 days. I mean 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Right. Total eclipses only come but any you – know? so we're not meant to, to do that as black moon, the group – but you may see, a, you may hear a, a, a body of work from Evil D. You may hear a body of work from Five. You may hear me on a thousand features. You know what I'm saying? And people say, well, well how do I get it? What, 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 you know, you in the feature thing. You know, because he just said something about his feature. How do you feel about features? I'm like, no, I'm not one of the artists who feel like I'm going to oversaturate myself if I'm rhyming with everybody. Right. Why the fuck would I feel that way? I'm trying to put on everybody. So for everybody to get, for me to be the plug, meaning if you don't hear my track with son, he might hear my track with son. Mm-hmm. But but the bottom line is I'm gonna put somebody on, and somebody gonna bring me further in the in in in, in the game when they do a feature with me. Most people just don't know or think that Buckshot would do a feature. 
Because it's like most rappers, they're like, yo, you know, I don't do that shit. You ain't give me twenty hundred thousand dollars, thirty hundred pennies. I ain't doing it. Like, I ain't like that. Uh, you guys end the album with Time Flies. Uh, what's the significance of ending it with that track? But also, the last 30 seconds of the track is just these amazing, this amazing horn. Uh, and more and more, there's appreciation in silence, right? I mean, you guys, and you guys respect, and you guys obviously respect that because you don't rhyme those last 30 seconds. So, if one, the significance of that track to leave it with us, but also the significance of the horn. Uh, leaving it with us with the horn. I think E specifically for one part in putting the horn in fives, the way E killed the horn in fives verse, like the way he did it in fives verse is, is different than the way he did it in mine. Like my, hit fives is the long version of the horn and mine's is the chop, the chop, each chop version of the horn. So I appreciate that. Me per- personally, it's just to add a different, this to mix, you know, do something different, but the same it's just like how I did um 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 uh Buckham Down remix. Buckham Down remix and this is what a lot of people don't know about Buckham Down remix. What happened was we recorded Buckham Down at Calliope Studios. Calliope Studios they didn't have the Simpty wasn't locking up. They did something where the Simpty did not lock up. So all I did was basically took it back to when we was making demos in my crib. I just took the Wimp Parade record and just blended it through the whole track. And then after I did that, I just scratched in the certain parts at the chorus. Hmm. And with this, I, you know, now I didn't have to do that because, you know, you have Ableton now. So I just took it, put the sample in Ableton and basically... Mm-hmm chopped it up and made it so that it sounds like it's a live band playing. Because one thing that I want, one thing that I love is when a live band comes in, the right band comes in and plays our music over. Because, like, you know, I'm trying to make, I'm not trying to make something that's just going to sit there for 10 minutes and whatever, whatever. I'm trying to make something for the long run where someone's going to come along and yell, yo, I want to do this song over and I want to play this and I want to do that. So that's what I keep in mind. I'm the band. Shout out to J- Daru Jones, by the way. Uh, yeah. I'm the band. So as, as the band, I got to keep the music going. I got to keep more, I got to keep interesting. Then when you have, it's, it's the same thing I do with my DJing. When you have two of the best MCs and you're the music guy, you got to be able to be the same quality as them. Right. So that's what, that's how I, that's, that's how I always see my stuff. Like even with DJing, the reason I DJ the way I DJ is because I'm down with some of the LSMCs ever. And I don't want nobody to ever say, yo, it was dope till the DJ came on. <laughs> you know what I mean? He just killed the whole vibe. So that's my whole thing. And, and appreciative you know, to the fact that, that we knew as far as the sequencing, we knew, we said, we stressed one thing. Yeah. It's like, we don't care, like, about a lot of stuff. We just, we, it's the energy and the feeling of what the story tells you. Yeah. Of that, that's why the sequences were so important when, when you hear creep and it comes on. And, and then when the, the album ends and you feel the, you feel the, okay, 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 time fly by. It's like, okay. It's like it was nice to do. Yeah. It was nice to. It, this was a nice journey, guys. Like, thank you for leading us on this journey. And it just feels like 
a temp another temporary go away. It just feels like another temporary yeah. time for the moon uh, to that's, spin that's, its, that's its, its cycle. We, that's how it was put together too. Like basically, he came with the production. Um, me and Son was stressing the texture and the sound of how everything was going to come out. And Son was listening consistently, so that he 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 really the mind behind the sequence mm. about each song from beginning to end. You know what I mean? So that's 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 teamwork right there. That's, Plus, that's definitely teamwork. Tom flies at the end. That's when the credits are rolling. Mm. That last thirty yeah, seconds. That's when the credits are rolling. Nice. And we're walking into the sunset to the next album. Um, I've got a few more questions. I appreciate this. Um, that's all cool. Uh, just uh, you know, we always talk about uh, give our roses while we're still here, right? Right. Um, so looking at this album. Uh, and is there like a verse by both of them or even a lyric that kind of blew you away? I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe they, that wordplay was amazing. <laughs> and then for you guys, was there a beat that you're like, holy, like, fuck, how did he, how did he do that? Or why can I be in his head and figure that shit out? Yo, it's, it's, it's a bunch of little parts on the album that I was like, yo, yo, this is crazy. But I'm going to tell you one. And it's not even like, a big part. It was just because he said it. What is it? Um, um, oh, man. And the bear. Uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. And that's the line that we said. <laughs> we was mixing the album, right? Me, um, me, Mr. Walt, Jake Palumbo, and my man Luck. We was mixing the album, right? And the line for all our sessions was Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> and we kept saying it. And I said, yo, we got to chill because five might walk in and not realize what we're doing. He might think we're making fun of him. So we, we, we got to chill with that. <laughs> but that was the one line that the whole mix sessions, we kept saying that, saying that and saying that. He said Leonardo DiCaprio and the bear. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it was a whole bunch of parts and it was a whole bunch of different lines that was catching me. You know what I'm saying? Um I will say this, one of one of the one of my favorite records lyric wise is uh, is um ah. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And the reason is not the reason is because of the way Buck sounds on the record. You know what I'm saying? But then at the same time, I also like five solo joint because of the way he's rhyming on the record. Yeah. I it's, think it's, for see, me. So it's, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, Don Flow. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Don Flow will probably because it sounds like an Isley Brothers groove sample record. Ron Isley. <laughs> you know, it just it just remind me of just that Isley Brothers vibe, man, with some hip with the hip hop, and it's like that changed the whole album, mm. you know. And that's why I knew that we it was like this one right here is like the I Got You Open remix of of back then. You just knew it was different. You knew it was me at my most comfortablest style of rhyming, and E. You know, with a track that that dictated that. So when I so you hear all these tracks and they fire, fire, and then you hear it, boom, doo -doo -doo, like what the fuck is that? Like 
Like, nah, that's that's a hole up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that that to me, that and and glory. Mm. All of them. Look at them. I mean, the, the, but, all of yeah, it's because they like five said they all have their own individual. No, like I can't really say because I'm loving every every song. I'm loving the production. I'm loving the lyrics. I'm loving the sequence. When I listen to it, I could hear it. I could put my hip hop ears on, and then I could go here and put my grown folks music ears yeah, on, and you get both. Yeah, and, you know, E and Ward and, and, and Jake, they did a, a beautiful job with the project because, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, it's so many. You're going to, you, when you listen to it, depending on your ears, it's, it's pretty much a song on there for everybody. Even if you like one, you're going to like one song on the album. Out of all of them, you're going to like one. It's going to be one you're going to want to play. You're going to wake up in the morning and play. You're going to want to hear it that night. <laughs> so we was able to capture and give everybody a piece of Black Moon. Without losing ourselves at the same time. See, that's why we say it was hard. And, you know, that was the difficult part as far as the, the, the creating process, the keeping the frame of mind and giving the right energy, you know what I'm saying, to make this effect that we got right now with the project. I, I will say, I will say this also. One of the things that made me feel good was as we was mixing the album and I would put something on Instagram, like a little 10 seconds, like, yeah, you know, I'm in the studio working. To have your peers call you and go, like, Premiere was like, yo, what the fuck is that? That's crazy right there. And, you know, for Pete to be like, yo, E, what are y'all doing over there? Like, to have cats call in, I mean, call us and like, yo, I got to hear that, yo. Like, yo, you got to play it for me and da-da-da-da. That's amazing. That was L. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, like that's the one thing that never happened during an album project. But at the same time, I wasn't really keen on letting people into film or nothing. And everybody, yeah, yeah. You know, but it was like for people to comment like, yo, these dudes is, yo, that black moon shit is on some next level. A lot of positivity. You know? Let's see. Yeah, let's, a lot of positivity. We down to the last minute, you know. Yeah. We down to the last, last moments, minute. and let's let's see who. Let's see, let's see yeah. you know. Let's see what happens, and 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 you know because we know that we got a sound nobody got. So it's not gonna be. Oh, I'm making a sound to, to beat out the eight away. Boom, 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 boom. I'm not making a sound to to be like oh oh. That's garbage, and this is a no. I'm making this to say this is an option. Yeah. Now, if this option wound up taking over the world, hey, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and that's another but thing. It's a, yeah. But, but it's an too, option. Hey. A lot of the younger producers that are producing today, they also inspired this album because they're the ones taking the 808, put it to the front, mm-hmm. and doing all the stuff. And they're the ones that's like, yo, your music, they're telling you your music has to be heavy. But my thing is, okay, let's make it heavy. Let's go do that. Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's do what you want to do. Like, I'm telling them, look, check this out. That 808, it's loud on your record, but you could also make it effective. Right. You know what I'm saying? That means you have a respect like, factor. Yeah, it's like, you know, and, and, and that's the thing, like, because I, I listen to everything. Like, you know, even the records people think I don't listen to, I'm listening. Because that's what you're supposed to do. I can't say something's good or something's bad without listening to it. Right. You know, and I listen to everything. 
Shout out to Pro Era. Uh, yep. It's like, you know, and then when I listen, I'm like, yo, you know, okay, I see how I see what they was doing right there. That's dope. But if they would have did this, it would have. And then some people surprised me like, yo, whoa, that's crazy right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's funny. Like, I, um, um, I was, um, trying to think of the dudes. That, you know what? We'll get back to that. Cause I don't want to sit here and keep thinking about, it, but it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, um, new artist. Like, I was listening to their music and I was like, yo, this is kind of crazy right here. It's not my type of record. The baby. Ah, uh, the baby, yeah. I was like, it's not my type of record, but this is kind of crazy right here. Is that the new track that everyone seems to be talking about? Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's a lot of good this. Yeah, man, music is music. So you know, music is music, man. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, and my part of my job is to look for new artists and to look for new music. I've that's been my job from day one. So I'm always out there looking for new artists. I'm always looking for new music, and I'm always looking for new talent mm. to put on Duck Town and and have the pleasure of people like James, who you can't see. Right there, you know, working a project. <laughs> People like, you know, Drew Ha, um, know how behind the project. So I'm, I'm, I'm really blessed to have, to have that. You know what I'm saying? So that's a big, that's, that's a big part of this album. I, I can't, you know, go without saying that. So all of us as a family played a role on this new album. Because I always tell five, and I tell her we can get another LP, but we can't get, get another, another chance. chance. Mm. Nice. That's my last question. Um, so when uh, D was on the podcast before, I asked him. I said, "Is there a beat or an instrument that he does not think Buckshot or Five could spit over?" He said, "A banjo." Is that true? Can you spit over a banjo? Ah. You know what? Can you kill a can you yeah, can you kill a banjo? That's what I'm saying. I think they could think about it. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 he's joking around, man. You know. Yeah, I mean we can play it. We can spit over drops Stop of water, you know what I'm saying? Spit over anything. Um we can spit over drops of water, but but you know, I mean that's the right sequence, anything. You know what I'm saying? So I mean that's 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 you know country music. But 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 again on the last note um i want people to know how important it is to support places that we set up like that like we got duckdownmusic.com right like we got duckdown music the duckdown music shop go there and support the music mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like go there and support the the merch go there and support the things that we got and 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 the reason why we we need this support, and the reason why we you know we appreciate this, this support, is because the more you do things like that, the more we can open up more doors for for you know a, a young MA you know yeah. or you know some of the new artists that we're working with, and 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 still keep the cycle going, so that way duck you know Black Moon 
will always have a a, a, a home yeah. and a place to put out music. And Smith and Wesson will always have a home. And a lot of people didn't know Duck Down did stuff off of their like, you know, Pluck One stuff. Uh, you know, um, a lot of people don't know we work with Talib Kweli. A lot of people don't know we work out. We got Static Selector. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people working under, through, and on Duck Down music that a lot of people don't know. And it's because I'm not out there going, I'm not out there doing that. Right. So you see what I'm saying? You see how I just let you know that all these people is with us, but if I didn't do that, your fans wouldn't know that. Like, I wouldn't know these they Static Selector and Pro Era, Joey, all of them, they rock with Duck Down World. So that's very important for me to leave the people with um, because, because through Duck Down Music Shop, you'll find what you need, and then you'll know. All this happened because of the essence of Black Moon. If it wasn't for Black Moon starting the seed of it all, right? It 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 wouldn't be here. So so that I that I appreciate. You know, new album, Rise of the Moon, incredible album. So when it comes out, obviously everyone should get it. Thanks very uh, much, Tim. Black Moon, DJ Vod, Five FT. Buckshot, thank you so much for being on the line. Thank you again, man. Black Moon, Rise of the Moon. Go Make sure y'all pick it up Friday. Friday. And then get up early in the morning, get some coffee. Uh, get a coffee. And get you a 4 day old donut. Make and sure put it in. Cup and, it. and make sure you go get the album. Word right? up. Love, y'all. Live action. Nighttime on the prowl, blow your mind like a black street. You pull the sour with the Hennessy top black. Chased by the Red Bull, putting wings on your back. Triple threats, spread it with three occupations, tell them what it's always really gonna be. We persevere, dominate the atmosphere, get busy from the heart, spit it from the essence everywhere. When we knock them out the box, we're not playing here. Like Leonardo DiCaprio with the beer. Yes, it's straight live action. I'm walking on the moon, focus on making it happen. Star studded, star buddy. When I'm stepping to my business, I'm coming to star flooded. Thinking about the love of hip hop, old school, new school, whatever you spot, just up in the skies of black moon eyes, black eyes and black skies. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California. And starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.